0: Hey you
1: uh. Oh, you brought it back. People were really upset that you weren't saying that shit before.
0: I know. I was shocked. I thought, I think it's annoying, but every time I hear it when we're editing, I'm like, ugh. But they, they dig it. I guess they like me more than I like myself. It's like, let's not do that. Let's not do that. How are you? It's crack-a-lacking. I'm okay. I like your lipstick. Hanging in there.
1: Yeah. Look at you.
0: I like your your little nuggets and your hair. You should do t- a tutorial specifically of how you keep the back up with the bobby pins.
1: You, <laughs> you, Antoinette keeps shaming the length of my hair during my hair journey. Cause you keep playing me. So, and I don't, I never say anything about your hair or not my anything. hair, just
0: my being,
1: anything. That's not never. true. That I is mean, not about true. your being. That's all I ever <laughs> talk about, but not <laughs> the way you, you look. So fuck you. I mean, Oh, um, Everything is, well, I discovered a new pet peeve. It's a serious pet peeve that I, <laughs> I really. It's because of these lives, you know, these lives that people are doing, and you can really see how oh, people the are living. lives. Yeah. And on more than one live, I've seen people talking in their homes while their smoke detector which is has a low battery, is beeping <laughs> every three to five minutes. And Who's live Raggedy like Lives that. are you
0: watching? Who's doing that, Adam? Say that A lot right of now.
1: people. My, my neighbor upstairs from one as well. It just did it. And I'm just like, how can you live With that through beep? that chaos? I would throw something. I would throw a shoe at it. I would disable it. <laughs> Or put the battery in so that you don't die when you have your candles burning or something. For all those out there, you know that shit just went off. You just heard it. <laughs> this is God speaking through me that you need to
0: Get your life together.
1: change your battery and stop living with that type of annoyance and chaos in the back. If you can handle that, then you can really handle a lot and <laughs> it's not okay. <laughs> what else? Speaking of not okay, I did a recent Patreon video. (laughs) You know, I've just been realizing (laughs) that wherever you go, there you are. Wherever you go, there I is. And that we all had this idea of what life would be like if we had nothing but time and we could just focus on ourselves and we didn't have to rip and run and... spend close time with our kids and our partner and then the shit happens and we're all
0: still trash
1: still (laughs) trash still the same person i'm like
0: why (laughs) am i still not working out
1: (laughs) wherever you go there you is baby and that shit is sobering and annoying and also like a great lesson for us all. So I share that in my Patreon, in the Patreon of my Patreon.
0: Sunday, I uh, I think you should call it, uh, Sunday Soul Service with Shanti.
1: Sunday Soul, Sunday Soul Service with Shanti. <laughs> <laughs> but I will. You don't be what you Every think it is.
0: Punjabi <laughs> or Indian follower is so annoyed with us right
1: now. No, um,
0: they know. I ate chicken.
1: Yeah, say it again. (laughs) No. Say it again for the vegans in the back.
0: (laughs) No, I was so mad. Like, damn. It tastes so good, Shanti.
1: Yes, girl. When was the last time you had chicken?
0: It was like a couple months now. And I'm still not Beyonce. I just don't know if this vegan life (laughs) is for me. It's just so many carbs, I feel. Like, it's a lot of vegetables, which is fine. I, I eat a lot of vegetables. But, like, the carbs... I'm not used to that. It's almost like vegans are replacing meat with carbs. I'm like, that's not what my body needs. But I I wasn't a real vegan. I was having are fish Fridays. Are you alkaline Fridays.
1: vegan? No. Because no. you've been eating shit, fucking chicken. I mean, um, fish. You're basically a pescatarian.
0: Yeah. I, I I was having fish Fridays. I was not having fish every day. But I was making my little cashew cheese sauce and shit if I wanted cheese. Um, and I was doing, there are definitely some alkaline recipes I was following. I have these, oh, that's another Patreon video. Those alkaline banana muffins. Somebody wrote, was like, these muffins slap. (laughs) I was like, I told you, they're so good. Um... That chicken, it was jerk chicken with extra jerk. I went there with good intention. I went there to buy jerk sauce because I had it in my head like, I really want jerk something. I'm going to buy some jerk sauce and put it on these vegetables real quick with this cauliflower rice and all I'm going to taste is the jerk sauce. And the jerk sauce is not going to be alkaline, but cool. Girl, they were like, we do not sell our jerk sauce. If we sell our jerk sauce by itself, then we won't have any for our chicken.
1: You're like, give me the jerk chicken then. I was like, (laughs) give me the jerk chicken. (laughs) Say no more, I, fam. Give me the jerk chicken. Give I had me extra a sauce. Small and I was
0: like, <laughs> oh, this is amazing. But I have it in my head. I think I'm gonna call them and be like, if you could make me a special order, I'll pay extra. If you could just make extra jerk sauce, so I'm not taking your jerk sauce. It was really good. I don't have any regrets.
1: Is that how you're trying to live, though? I'm real. I'm trying to. I am you're trying to travel see. and shit. You're trying to raise your kids like that, <laughs> Oh, Yo, you. <laughs>
0: The fact that you grew up vegetarian <laughs> blows my fucking mind.
1: I'm in therapy about my upbringing, <laughs> so it's only right that I
0: my allergies. Um, so I did that and I did it good. I ate it. Um, I'm realizing you that got macaroni that on the side. Mm-mm, just the chicken. I was not. No, no cheese. Now cheese. I'm like, no, don't do it, because Queen of Food said <laughs> she did. She said if you gotta get rid of anything. Get rid of that cheese. The cheese is the devil more than the meat. I so, said okay. Um, but cheese I'm cheese real... come
1: from the sacred cows of India. Shanti. So... <laughs>
0: I'm realizing that like I really like my duality is that I have no chill. Like either I deeply love you and I'm obsessed with you, or I just will leave your ass on red in a heartbeat. Like Ooh. that's just who, who I are am. Even
1: on red. So
0: many people. <laughs> <laughs> So many fucking people. And I'm I'm thinking now, I can't tell. But like, you know how you mark somebody unread on Instagram? You know how to do that? Where it's like, mm-hmm. oh, let me, I got to go back to this. I think mm-hmm. it still says seen on their end. But it says, I can't tell because people know that I'm leaving them unread and they're calling me Oh, out.
1: yeah. It, because it's just, it's like, oh, actually, I don't know.
0: <laughs> it's like unread for you, like an email, yeah.
1: right? Yeah. Um,
0: so people will see that I saw it and then I'll mark it unread to go back to it.
1: And you was, girl...
0: I thought I was scamming, but I don't think I am. We need to test that. Send me a message. Send me a message and I'm going to read it and then I'm going to mark it unread and see what it says. But I've, I just don't, there, I have been working so much, I just don't want to talk to people and I don't want to shoot this shit with People. Um, the only people that I like like responding to are around the way curls people, which is really interesting. But people that I know, or there's like a gentleman that's interested in me, super it's nice just guy. Just a it. I, no, it's not just it's women too. I'm cool with. I he he literally wrote me and was like hi, and I realized I had not hit him up in a week.
1: Who are you At, talking to? First of all.
0: I, I think that maybe that's in, that maybe that's all I really need to know, that I won a week without even realizing. But I've also been really busy, and work has really been stressing me out. I always say that on this damn podcast, but, like, girl, I am tasked. I would have been on Google Translate trying to figure out how to speak Japanese to these constituents and then trying to set up Zoom calls with them in military time and figure out the time difference. It has been a mess over here. I've been like... You thought 2020 was hard. 20 times 20. Bitch. <laughs> this is
1: real. This is real 2020 over here. is hard as well.
0: <laughs> but it'll be okay. But I, I just learned that about myself. Like there are certain people that I respond to like that. And then there's certain people that I'm like, ah, oh, whatever. And I I, like I, I want to change that. I feel that. like
1: that's for everybody though, right? Are there people out there that are responding to everybody? But it's also people Seriously? who
0: I know and love. Who I'm like, I should respond to them, but I don't want to.
1: Hey, girl. Fuck it.
0: All right. That makes me feel a little better. Also, I watched The Color Purple so everybody can shut the fuck up. <laughs> I did not watch it in one sitting still. I still fell asleep on it. And not because it's bad. It's just long. And I started it late at night.
1: Antoinette, that doesn't make sense that what? it's long. Girl, i You I'm watch tired all those rinky dink, fight and blow them, shoot em up, alien, super <laughs> white man, human movies propaganda all and the I, time and just be in it but you can't it. watch this law and
0: order special victim you did slap every time every time shout out to dick wolf you know who you are <laughs> but i don't know it's something anyway it was great
1: i loved Girl, it don't try to don't don't you yes. That is a shame. That is unpopular no, opinion. The do internet that. is coming out with the real unpopular <laughs> opinions. Yo, you The color that- purple is fucking whack and boring. <laughs> you
0: said that. I never said that. It's not boring at all. The beginning is just like, come on, girl. Like, come on, Sealy. No, I think. For- what? I- I was just the so- beginning is what? <laughs> it was like, it was just about, like, you know, you could tell this story a little quicker. Like, I get it. She don't have a good self- self-esteem. She's been abused. Shit is fucked up. It just lingered a little bit. But Sealy was not ugly to me. I said this on the stories. I was like Sealy was not ugly and Shook was not all that. I didn't get it. Shook had like something about her, but she wasn't gorgeous. Like Sealy's cheekbones, Whippy Goldberg's cheekbones. You fucking kidding me? Her shit was like. no.
1: Anyway, I'm also concerned about... First of all, nobody said... Everybody was was like,
0: you show is ugly. That's like the big line. Everybody was saying she's ugly. Did you see the
1: movie? Yeah, I did. I thought you were talking (laughs) about like the general conversation around... No, bitch. We're talking about the movie. I said silly.
0: (laughs) No, but I really... And then it got me thinking of how much I was hating Danny Glover. I wanted to kill him. And then I was concerned like, where is Danny Glover? Has anyone seen him? (laughs) For real, where is he at? Have you seen Danny Glover? Lately? I don't know,
1: but Samuel L. Jackson is looking good. <laughs> he's fucking, He's a vegan too. <laughs> is he? Mm-hmm.
0: No, he, he is great. not.
1: I can't yes, even believe
0: Samuel L. Jackson is not fucking up some ribs. No some motherfucking
1: chicken. No. See, Dolly is a thing. He say, "Motherfucker, quick as his motherfucker <laughs> but He is. He eating a this vegan, vegan cheese with me. Yes, that's why he looks so good. What's up with Danny Glover? He's it's not. like Danny he's, Glover. He's missing. Samuel Jackson
0: and Morgan Freeman.
1: Morgan we know Freeman, where the other two and are. And the Matrix nigga that's just Lawrence into Fishburne. A frog. He's just morphing <laughs> into a very unattractive. Movie. Oh Light my
0: skin, god! Light skinned
1: men don't age well. Let's be honest. Okay,
0: I it was cute that Lawrence Fishburne's in that movie too, in The Color Purple as like a little side role. It's like look before he popped. Um. Anyway, it was good. I'm sure people want a breakdown of it. If y'all want a breakdown, call and write. I'm. I'm. We're not gonna do a breakdown this time. And we'll see who really watched the movie. Um, I also discovered the council with the K, the dot council on IG. She's. A, did you watch the video that I sent you? Oh
1: yeah, she's so funny. Where she's like
0: the heart, the yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. She's this. so cute. Yeah. Logic, mm-hmm. that shit was cracking me up. Please, y'all, like... take a moment and look at her stories. Look at or not her stories. Look at her videos, her posts on IG if you need a good laugh. Cause she has them. I think she'll she's gonna pop real quick and real fast. Um, and then sadly we got another tragedy on our hands. Um, I guess it's a little bit of politics as usual. Brianna Taylor, this young, <laughs> young woman who was killed. She was, a, I believe, an EMT. She also volunteered at a hospital, killed in her home next to her boyfriend in a fucked-up police raid in Kentucky that went bad. Turns out, um, Sunny Hostin's on The View, shout-out to The View, was talking about it, and she said the reports were that um, they were sleeping. The police showed up in the middle at, like, 3 o'clock in the morning or something like that, did not announce themselves, and they were in plain clothes. Her boyfriend, who had a legal license to carry, um, thought that it was a burglar. And so, um, you know, he was like, who is it? And told her to hire it or whatever. And they did not announce themselves. He shot out and they just braided the house with bullets. She was shot eight times. Killed on the scene and um then her mother showed up and the police didn't even tell her that the daughter was killed they say oh you should go to the hospital it's just so fucked up and this is apparently 2 months old and no one was talking about it
1: yeah no i had heard about it yeah
0: i ha- i hadn't um so we we i don't know man we got to say, say some prayers for her Rihanna taylor um super super disheartening and really sad and it's exhausting and um I hope her mother gets whatever it is that she wants and needs out of this lawsuit um and the and the the worst part about it was that the person that they were looking for wasn't Brianna or her boyfriend the person they were looking for was actually in police custody already had they just communicated they would have known that this person was actually in a cell somewhere that they were actually looking for. Crazy. So
1: You can't make this shit up.
0: No. It's it's insane. Um but on a very different, very different note, um, Nelly versus Luda happened. Did you watch it? You ain't watching it. A little it. bit of it. You, you saw yeah, the beginning. Like
1: such a character to me, I can't take him seriously. Oh, I, I love his.
0: I love the like fro loot that came back, uh. like the little itty bitty fro loot I'm here for it. Uh, of course, they had technical difficulties at first, because Nellie Riley was acting up. He said it was storms in St. Louis. But um, I, I was so impressed with Ludacris because he was just such a professional. Like even the way he was handling the technical difficulties, He's he a was radio. super.
1: He used to be a radio jockey,
0: and you could tell his training came out where he kept it going. He kept the energy there. Um, I just loved it. I really did. Uh, I thought that Ludacris didn't stand a chance. So, I love you. Shanti just texted me and said, <laughs> "Wipe your teeth." And instead of instead of just telling me or here, it's okay. (laughs) Hot ass mess. Is it gone? I said,
1: girl, your gums bleeding, child. (laughs) (laughs) Is it gone?
0: Yeah. Now I'm self conscious. But um I just felt I was like po' Nelly.
1: So wait, what? So wait, what happened? So he was just fucking up. Nelly was just a no. Man. It was the it was the Nelly was super hype and we would be like, in,
0: he was like in the video in the background, but everybody was like, nah, this this song is not it.
1: Really, this song
0: doesn't beat Luda's song. It was just so it was mismatched to me. And I know like Nelly put it's crazy to me because Nelly has more album sales and more like plays than Luda. Because he is had insane. more
1: crossover. He had exactly he crossed over.
0: And he he put, like, rap country on the map. I give him that. And he has bangers. Like, when E.I. came on, I lost my shit. I was like, underlay, underlay. I was in that shit. <laughs> but Luda, and then they went, like, extra rounds. And I was like, he didn't even play minute, his verse on Minuteman. And he played it, and I was going crazy. And, you know, pimping all over the world. And just every It just felt. Luda's just, he was way before his time. He was way before his time. Yeah, His voice is amazing. It was just everything. But um
1: So it was Nelly, a and Down Luda but one.
0: I I think so. I think personally a lot of people thought like, hmm. but there were definitely some Saint Lunatics in there super hype, like, yeah, Nelly. And Nelly didn't crash and burn, but he just his his catalog just isn't ludicrous. It just isn't. And his music isn't as fun. It's like Nelly's shit is more
1: did he play Drop Down and Get Your Eagle On?
0: You are so hyped. Just do the <laughs> dance. That's your favorite song. Just go do it. Let me see did you try do to do it. Did he do it? Of course he did. Okay. Um, they also had played like an unreleased version of Moneymaker. You know Ludacris' Moneymaker? Shake your money make it mm-hmm. And Nelly's like singing the hook, but apparently it never came out. And so Nelly was super high, like, this gotta come out, bro. So apparently they're going to re-release it. I don't know. But it was positive vibes only, you know. Ludacris was super gracious when he really could have been talking a lot of shit. But he wasn't. Um, But he killed it. And I was sitting there writing down every Ludacris song, adding it to a playlist. Like, I need, I forgot. I need this. (laughs) I need this one too. Um, And then I love the fact that, last thing I'll say is that, um, what did he say? He was talking about, I think it was the Hoes in Different Area Codes song. Yeah. I think it was that one. And he said, you know, ladies. He was like doing his radio shit. And he said, "I, you know, I need all the ladies to put your area codes in here. But, you know, I'm a married man, so not your full phone number. He just kind of shouted his wife out. And she was in the comments like, play Splash Waterfalls. It was just cute. I, sure. I like I like his wife, doxy.
1: Shout out to one of the original... Instagram, John. She was like one of the original. No, Instagram. she wasn't. Yes, she was. She was one of the original people. I remember following on Instagram, being like, "Oh, she got a fat ass." Yeah, but she's no, fine. she
0: had. She's like a doctor.
1: I'm not discrediting her.
0: No, mental but she wasn't like a, a compliment. Oh, you're just talking about like her post?
1: Yeah, like she was. She was one of the original. Like I don't equate
0: her post skin, to like a big Instagram. booty.
1: What'd you say? I don't equate
0: her post to like the Instagram. John posts like an Instagram model post. I think she's just bad as shit. She can't help it. Anything she's in a Instagram, half baddie. the time she's covered.
1: No, she's not. She's never covered. That's First not true. Internet, what the fuck is her name? Youir sevakada? diki? She is not <laughs> your mom. <laughs>
0: your mother too, <laughs> bitch. Don't talk about her. Oh wait, you. <laughs> that really pissed me off. All right, wait. I just, <laughs> I just read your thing. Tell me if it says it is seen. This is very important, Shanti. Does it say scene?
1: Oh, child. Like, Look. What the fuck is she talking about? that <laughs> <laughs>
0: I'm like, you already forgot.
1: Yeah. It says scene. Ah, oh! Got him.
0: <laughs> I've been fucking up, yo. You know how many people She's like, no, no, I mark
1: it on red. You got to mark it on red because people will see that it's red and it's rude. You're looking rude. Okay? We can't be looking rude
0: i am fucking up i be doing that shit to my own sister like oh, all right come back to this oh i'm trash wow that says well a lot. you
1: debunked a myth you heard it here first <laughs> you
0: heard it here first y'all don't fuck up that shit does not say unseen on their end womp speaking of music <laughs>
1: <laughs> Where did you find this bullshit? I, yo, she's slowly uh, she's about to just become clown by me. Like she's slowly fucking up. <laughs> okay, um tra- <laughs> This shit Don't even don't even say who it is. Right. Play the song. All right. Don't even say who it is.
0: Don't say nothing cuz I took my headphones out. Hold on. Oh, this song slaps. <laughs> I was like, so what? <laughs> I, the first person I said that to was Jay. And she said, please don't send me this. <laughs> Every time I talk to her, I have that song playing in the background.
1: Tracy Y'all, motherfucking Ellis Ross Tracy needs to Ellis stop.
0: Ellis Ross came out with a new song called I Love Myself. And I see what she's doing because it's hard. Again, this is what I was talking about last week. There are some projects and some things that where you're not supposed to say anything bad about it because it's the content needs to be protected, right? Women need to nah. love themselves. But that nah. shit don't slap.
1: No songs about women love themselves slap. <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: not a bop, Tracy.
1: India was the last one to do it. That's it. <laughs> Aside from that, love songs about loving yourself, it ain't going to work. Yeah, fuck niggas. You get know who? Money. A, is that, those are the That's love, that's, the, that's the love. You're. So, I ain't sorry. Exactly. Me and my baby, we gonna be okay. <laughs> that's that's the
0: energy we are. <laughs>
1: that's that's it's, the kind of love we need. I'm a like, savage.
0: That, yes, that's the. Like, I'm, I love myself I don't shit know what this ch- that
1: this other shit you talking about, Trace. If she sounds like a young white girl <laughs> that went to an open mic, <laughs> who's playing the guitar, and her boyfriend is like. Smiling in the corner, and she's looking up and grinning, and then shyly looking back down while she strums her guitar and be mediocre. And everybody loves it. Oh,
0: it sounds like it's supposed to be a Taylor Swift song.
1: First of all, what we're not gonna do is ever discredit Taylor's ability to write her motherfucking ass off. I will. Taylor Swift may be
0: corny.
1: that, then we need to have a whole other, Taylor Swift as a human being is mediocre. But Taylor Swift as a writer? That Girl, little girl's a genius. What Taylor
0: Swift song you know? Tell me.
1: I don't know. But whenever they come out, I'm like, <laughs> yes, Taylor. What's that song? I go?
0: wouldn't know. I wouldn't know.
1: What's the song that Taylor Swift has? All of, many of them. And I'll be like, yes, Taylor. You look corny ass. This is bumping. <laughs> she can write her ass off.
0: All right, let's have a Taylor Swift versus Kanye West battle. Let's see. No. You want to do that?
1: <laughs> no. If you're not really not about the right. energy, then let's no, do that. She's no, she's not mediocre in her skills. That little girl can write her ass off. All
0: right, whatever. She Tracy Ellis through. Ross is mediocre in this platform. We love we We, love Tracy. we do. But this she is not this her She keep this shit lane. up,
1: then. She's losing her cred now. That whole vi- picture she took with Kanye, Looking back with her ass. That Ooh. took her a really long, far way for the culture now. She don't fuck it up, Tracy.
0: Yeah, Tracy bad as shit. Um, <laughs> but shout out to Tracy. Y'all should go support by this tune. I'm sure it's available on iTunes. You know who would love this song? My fucking mom. My white mom would be like, did you hear that song about you gotta love yourself? <laughs> I really like she that. She really that.
1: Shit slaps. to that shit bangs, girl.
0: Like you should sing that, was, an that's the type and R
1: and That's I so really funny. No.
0: <laughs> you could sing
1: that song. They like you should sing that song and make it slat. You <laughs> would fuck it up.
0: It's already fucked up. Anyway, <laughs> um, I was watching. You didn't watch any more of uh, Black as Fuck, did you?
1: No, I did not. Come on, just I haven't just, been watching anything.
0: Just get up to episode six
1: just i'm telling you like my life is back to the anxiety ridden i know up late. mine is life too that, like, I, I stay d- up
0: late but if you're gonna stay up late then you might as well stay up late and watch I'm something while you cry, crying in the, crying
1: in the cry you can
0: cry and have that one in the bathtub i do it all the time when you go to bed at your house why do you think i go in your bathtub you're so nice she'll be like i clean the tub out for you it's like you know <laughs> that i need to go cry alone
1: I'm like, thank you. In order to sleep, I gotta cry. In, the tub. in order to
0: sleep, I gotta go cry. You'll be like, I'm going to sleep, but I clean the tub out for you. <laughs> anyway, on well, episode six, his parent, uh, his parents, they go on a family vacation, and he just mentioned something. It was just like a small punchline, but it it resonated with me. Where he said he told one of his daughters, he was like, "You're like hostage to your wokeness," and I've said, "That's." Part of the problem that people have with this show is, and with all shows, with everything black, is that people it has to be right. That's what I was trying to say last week. Is that like sometimes we're just hostages to this shit, and we need to chill the fuck out and just laugh? It's like I saw somebody trying to come for Martin, and I I had really had it. They were like, "Actually, this is coonery." I was like, "Shut the shut up. This is nowhere near as good as Martin." But uh, around the way, Curl wrote this, and I thought it was um
1: around the way curl wrote
0: this yeah they wrote what? in and oh, around the way in.
1: curl i'm about to say bitch what we write <laughs>
0: <laughs> not a <laughs> we ain't right shit girl um i don't remember who said it but they said i loved it and i'll tell you why ellipsis 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 uh, I mean, it's sho- You heard me. Yeah. It's showing that not all black shows are the same. We all have different stories. We've been stuck in this mentality that we have to behave in a certain way in public or on screen because we are an example for the entire race. All of Wakanda is on our backs every time we step out. It's getting tiring. When our white counterparts tell a story, it's just that, a story. When we tell a story, it's an opportunity for someone to believe this information as a new stereotype that should be, apl- that should be applied to anyone black. I'm over it. Hm, just my thoughts.
1: I was like, yeah, sis, I agree. Shit, so it's not slapping. We gonna say it's not
0: slapping. No, watch it. I think it's funny. I'm think, saying
1: in general, like just because a black person made it, just because you're the daughter of icon Diana uh, Ross, Diana Ross, just because you are a style icon and a beloved, if you don't love leave, child, don't oh, mean you can Lena. jump your ass up in a studio and make. And you, th- she like. I'm sorry. I can't, I'm going. Back. You went back to that. <laughs> She's like 46 years old making I don't care really, <laughs> now. that is for a 13-year-old white girl in middle America struggling with her acne.
0: Yeah, that it should be on a proactive commercial. You're right.
1: <laughs> you're right. First That's of all, you're too old to be making love. If you if you're about 45 yet,
0: it's never too old, Shanti.
1: Don't be ageist. Don't be. Don't be woke trying to
0: um (laughs) (laughs) fucking. I never said I was a hostage to my wokeness. (laughs) I struggle all the time, baby. Like, can I say that? Uh, The N word, guys. Anyway, (laughs) but I just I want you to watch it. Can you just watch? Yeah, I'm gonna keep
1: getting jiggy if it gets funnier. But you know, I fuck with him.
0: You Kenya. Right, I love,
1: ahead. I like a black man named Kenya. Like, I want my na- man name to be named Kenya. I think that's sick. Well, it's not? <laughs> it's not
0: his
1: he name. got the most basic find- black nigga name in the world.
0: <laughs> Rashid. It's, it's not. <laughs> Yo,
1: Rashid. I'm <laughs> to call that nigga Jamal. He's Jerome. Jerome. It. <laughs> <It's like> <laughs> Ronnie Ron. His name's Jerome. <laughs> What's your man name? Jerome. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would love to date somebody named Kenya. You're right.
1: Isn't that sexy? What's his name? Kenya. Mm. Yeah, his parents were in the Nation of Islam. They was His mom was a, a Queen of Fuwa um, <laughs> initiate. <laughs> Speaking of which, I got to holler at my kid. Hold on. Uh,
0: oh. <laughs> Leave the mic on because it's going to be weird on the episode. Jojo ain't listen. She, she better come out that room and listen. <laughs> I ain't playing with her.
1: Jolie, come on. Jojo. Nuh uh. You know
0: what?
1: Come on, please.
0: And she shouldn't be saying what, Shanti? That's not Turn how you answer your parents. Joe, I would like <clears> to <throat> encourage Jojo when you call her for her to say yes, mom, and not what.
1: I know Joe. <laughs> she can you we're gonna battle.
0: <laughs> I'm gonna battle her. She needs to come stay with me for like a week. I'll set her back. But uh She's... my mom my dad used to be like, Yes who? Yes, dad.
1: <laughs> just
0: shit. Anyway, take us in, take us into our book club, Porte favor. Mi amor. So
1: <clears throat> did she come out? Yeah, she just put the thing, she just has to put the game down. To, uh, The computer down. Um, what happened? So now we're doing to the book. Oh, pleasure activism. Last week we read hashtag we consent to hashtag shit. I fucked that up. hashtag Me too to hashtag we consent. And now we're on page two eleven. And the chapter that we read this week is.
0: I I want want you,
1: but I'm I'm triggered. And so basically, um, she starts off with, we are having a moment of intimacy, a moment we've been desiring and have been and have been moving toward. Excuse me. And here it is. Clothing is coming off and the connection is good and new and hot. And then boom, a flashback comes at the tip of a lover's fingers, the thrust of a tongue, a hand at the throat. Suddenly, we are pulled back to a moment of terror, violation, or confusion. Our bodies feel caught up in the memory state and cannot register the present moment. Can't tell if we are, in fact, safe here. Our hearts pound, sweat comes to the palms and upper lip, and perhaps we gasp for air. Pull into balls of ourselves, lose our ability to explain coherently what is happening. We break the connection with the lover. And so basically she's talking about in this chapter how folks who have endured some type of trauma, um, in in trauma period, sexual, uh, physical, whatever kind of trauma, and they feel triggered um, while they're trying to have moments of intimacy. In this one, she explains that intimacy being physical. But any kind of like intimate moment that you're having with somebody that, that causes you to remember a trauma and for you to feel safe. And she kind of talks about how to get out of that and how to um, have your needs met and speak up for yourself and not continue the pattern of um, basically betraying your body and how you're feeling and betraying you know, your memory and making that a part of your healing process. And so what I thought was really, really interesting and kind of hit me was she references the Aziz Ansari um, incident in which he had a date with a woman and it turned into some type of um, incident where she felt sexually violated and he wasn't really listening to her, or hearing her. She didn't call it rape, but she definitely said like he, was, he crossed boundaries with her and didn't listen. And so, what Adrian Marie Brown and I'm sorry, I didn't I didn't get into that. Um, Adrian Marie Brown is is the author who wrote this particular chapter. Um, she wrote, <clears throat> "I have felt within me every possible response to the story. This is in response to Aziz, wondering why she didn't say no, why I didn't learn to say no when men aren't taught to feel and hear no." And that really hit me. I that
0: circled that too.
1: That really hit me that we, nobody's taught to feel no. No. And like, no, that that's exactly, because there's no way that our body doesn't um, give us the warning that something's not right, but to be able to like, be like, oh, this definitely is, this this a no for me, fam. I'm not going to be able to go. And I was just... Again, you know, I just take it back to my own childhood and like, especially if you have experienced some type of physical trauma, whether it be just abuse or sexual abuse and from a very, very young age, I imagine that there's some people that really don't know what that feels like, you know, like they don't have any autonomy to to know what their no is if they've always had to surrender in some way to somebody else's. Um,
0: I also think it's interesting too, cause she says wondering why she didn't say no, wondering why I didn't um, learn to say no. And when men aren't taught to feel, yeah. No. so I also think it's interesting. Like it's not just you feeling your no, yeah. it's someone else sensing the no within right. you as well. And, and I thought about that where I don't think the onus should be on that person because I think we have to use our words too because, again, the lines get blurred sometimes. But I do think that there are definitely times when there's no way you can't feel that that pushback or that hesitancy or that just uncomfortable. Is uncomfortability a word?
1: Child, today it is. Discomfort. All right, well,
0: discomfort.
1: Thank you. <laughs> uncomfortability, <laughs> nation. <laughs>
0: I knew it wasn't. That's why I was like, ooh, child, wait. But there's no way that you can't feel that. And if you can't feel it, then maybe you shouldn't be having sex. Because if you can't be in touch with my no, then you can't be in touch that well with my yes either. Yes,
1: girl. Put it on a shirt. <laughs> <laughs> That's Honey. on a shirt. That's a t-shirt. You heard it here first. Trademark. If you can't <laughs> <I> hear <laughs> my no. What you say? <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck you said? I saw you, you get can't... caught up like, <laughs> what did you say? I don't remember. <laughs> if you roll it back, if you can't, if you can't hear feel my, note, my no, if you you can't feel my yes,
0: no. <laughs> we're gonna work when on when we that. listen over. Okay, that'll be the quote of the week. But seriously, like in touch, you gotta be in touch with that because there's no way if you can't if you can't feel my yes, then we can't be having sex. You're not. But, we're not gonna please each other. We're not connected.
1: I really think it's connected, and I think we need to be careful, especially when we're talking about men, this narrative that men don't feel stuff, because I think they do, but there's always this narrative that they feel they have to fulfill of like being the one that pursues, being the one that like gets the conquest, even though they don't feel... It's a yes. It has to be possible that there's so many men that are engaging in acts and they don't feel. They feel it absolutely no well. is
0: because we're only looking at this from the from the gaze of a cis relationship or a uh, um, heterosexual relationship. Yeah. We're not looking at this as like two men together. Yeah, there's. I'm sure there's times when two men are together and somebody's like, no, or two I mean, women, yeah, no, homosexual,
1: Yeah, I mean no. that's that's really.
0: It's a people thing, but I think that men particularly are not, of course, taught to be as in touch with their emotions and to be as in touch with... With, I guess, their feelings and and themselves, and or so to
1: show that they are in touch with it, because yeah. I don't think that that's I don't think men are walking around here numb. I think they're deeply feeling, but they're not taught to show. I disagree that
0: they, with that. I think that men are deeply feeling, but they don't even know what they are feeling, which is why a lot of men, it, a lot of their feelings come out in aggression, hmm. oftentimes right. they don't even know how to process what they're right, feeling. Right, right, right. They're like, I'm feeling something, it. but I'm yeah. just gonna. Punch the wall or flash yeah, out. The
1: no, then you show. You t-shirt merchandise. Merchandise. So what she does, and I think this is really helpful, is she offers everyone some steps to take in the moments that we feel triggered, and so she, of course um gives us some words to say stop stop wait i need a moment um time to recover and in that time to recover it's just kind of you centering centering yourself getting back to your breath getting back to how your body feels and again centering yourself so you can share what you're feeling and she offers something like something is coming up from my past i need a moment um Or if you can't say that, just creating some kind of physical space between you and the person that you're with. Um, And then from that moment, deciding what to share. Again, just if we don't have the words for it, if we don't necessarily, some people may not have detailed uh, memories of trauma, but they just feel it. And so just being able to share what you're feeling at that time, if you don't need to go into detail and just offering, because I think it's very important to offer that, some kind of um, communication with your partner or reasoning. And so she offers something like, I want to share more about my history of trauma with you, but not right now. Um, Ask giving them space and maybe not just dumping it all on them, but are you open to hearing about what's coming up for me right now? Um, and then moving from whatever you you talked about. So saying how you feel and then letting your body body follow your words slash desires. So if you want the person to leave, if you would like to leave, if you would like to continue with the intimacy, physically um, following through with what you said, because it's one thing to say, like, I feel trump like I feel messed up right now, but then continuing to engage in the act is kind of confusing for the person and also a violation for yourself. It's a betrayal and so of I, yourself, yeah. I wonder, um, and I hope this is helpful for people, and I hope if there are some people out there who often, especially those that don't have memories of, of detailed trauma but they automatically feel triggered some kind of way when, it, when they're in intimate moments with people, Again, it doesn't have to be physical. It could just be somebody having deep conversations with somebody, just being very close with somebody could bring up a lot of stuff for folks and being able to kind of name it. And in reading all of the chapters, there's this arching, overarching theme, which I'm seeing and I'm really understanding now and trying to even put in practice with my own growth and so much of the work around trauma and healing is kind of reclaiming what our lives, how we reclaim our lives is sharing the experiences that we're feeling. And like, first of all, feeling, just like we said, feeling what we're feeling and like being very present in our bodies about it, naming what we're feeling, whether it be fear, shame, guilt, um, whatever it is that you're feeling at that moment and then having the courage to sh- to say it most importantly especially if it's crucial to a relationship or it's just crucial to people in your life that really love you and want to know you more deeply for you to be able to kind of say like you know i'm i'm I've been acting this way, or this is uh, something that i've been struggling with because of this, that, and the third, and just being able to offer that honesty and that vulnerability to people in your life feels like this is the pattern that we that we have to um practice, and a lot of that this sounds really easy, but I think it's the like saying part that's really hard for a lot of people because it requires courage, you know It requires a really huge amount of courage to 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 be able to say how you're feeling and what you need and I just hope that that's what we're all working on at, at whatever level because like you said there's levels to this shit you know I some also, people don't know how to name what they feel
0: yeah I also want to say too and this isn't this is a little bit of an aside but I um, have found it very helpful that with I'm sure. I think that you you did. You told me that you had an experience at the gynecologist that made you so uncomfortable. And so have I. And so I've made it my business that like it's no secret that I've gotten an IUD put in. I've gotten an IUD taken out that was pretty traumatic. I've had to have leap procedure for cervical cancer scare. Every single one of those gynecologists knew that I had sexual trauma in my past. Mm. I was very – and they were all kind of shocked because they ask you – you go to the doctor and they ask you all these questions like, do you smoke? Do you this? Do you that? And I'm just sitting there waiting like, yeah, but you're about to touch my body and you're about to literally open me up with that goddamn whatever that thing is that I hate, that damn metal thing that they crank you open with. And I don't want you moving around in there just willy-nilly without care yeah, and like some sort. So I would highly recommend that women – share that share it
1: and maybe if it's not like a verbal thing that you can do writing it down and making sure that they get that note like by any means necessary whichever way you have to show up do it but like be courageous you know and somebody just sent me something shout out to Desiree you don't have to be perfect to be brave I fucked that up (laughs) I don't know what that just (laughs) said (laughs) I was like that didn't tie in that well
0: Get your phone. What'd she say, girl? I don't girl? know where
1: it is. I, I took it away so that it wouldn't make noise. Um, <laughs> something like that. Didn't you just but, write me, though, on it? I don't know where it went. JoJo, you take my phone?
0: JoJo wasn't wow. even in a screen. You just like a parrot. You just decided to blame that poor child. She wasn't even around. Damn.
1: It's fucked up. Oh, here it is. It's behind me. Oh, I
0: was about to call it. Anyway. Go ahead. No, try it again. Say it again. You didn't fuck Desiree all up. Got her out here. Be brave.
1: <laughs> Sounded crazy as cat shit. Be brave, not perfect. Oh. That's very See? different. What did I say? You don't have to be perfect in order to be
0: brave. <laughs> you say <seem> different. <laughs> Hers sounds a little better, though. All, all right.
1: my life. <laughs> all right,
0: all right. Well, what's the next chapter of pleasure activism that we're going to get into? Do you want me to name it? You got one queued up?
1: Um, I think this is a good one, uh, similar to this theme that we have, but it's a really just a beautiful writing, um, as well. She did a really good, good great job. Hold on, let me see. It's 293. It's called Pleasure After Childhood Sexual Abuse. And it's by Amita Swadhin, who's a really amazing queer activist and writer in the West Cash. Coast, I believe. But that's page
0: 293. Okay. All right. Well, um, we were on a panel this, this uh, weekend about marketing. And so... Something that someone said for us to do was instead of waiting to the end of the episode, because y'all Negroes probably didn't logged off already, we would like to ask you to please rate and subscribe Around the Way Curls on iTunes, because again, you've probably heard me say this, that really helps our visibility and our listenership. Um, Every rating, I read all of them. And shout out to the person who was like, you be talking over Shanti and I don't fuck with it, fix it. I'm trying to do better, Um, but please rate, subscribe. It really, really makes a big difference um, for us and definitely on iTunes and Apple platforms because that that honestly goes the distance. So we're going to take a break and then we're going to come back and our topic is going to be about rethinking
1: infidelity.
0: So, on one of my sleepless nights, I was on YouTube and I sometimes try to listen to TED Talks in order to fall asleep and our favorite white woman or one of our favorite white women, shout out to our moms, um, but Esther Perel has this amazing TED Talk and um, I listened to it and thought this would be a great topic to discuss um, and it's called Rethinking Infidelity, A Talk for Anyone Who Has Ever Loved. And I also was thinking about how I don't care about the Kardashians at all. But I thought it was really interesting how I was scrolling on Instagram and I saw that the shade room was saying that folks were dragging Khloe Kardashian. I was like, why? And so apparently everyone thought that she was pregnant. They've, all, they've already apparently been speculating that she's going to go back, back with, with him. I mean, they quarantined together, I'm sure they fucking the whole family like made a joke like they're definitely fucking, but whatever he's been doing like everything he can to get back in there, but apparently, it just came out that he had another baby with somebody else. I don't know, it was very messy.
1: is he biracial?
0: I don't think so, no okay um but t- Twitter went crazy on her, and they were just like, What the fuck like what is wrong with her because of course, for those of you that don't know. Tristan Thompson cheated on Chloe while she was in her third trimester.
1: <laughs> he cheated on her multiple times, right?
0: Well, the it came I'm sure, but it came out while she was in her third trimester, and that footage was from her third trimester. So then I got to thinking about how, not to bring her up, but Beyonce and Jay, how would it have been? If that would have come out with Beyonce, like, oh, Jay-Z cheating on her, oh my God. Would they be dragging her the same way? And especially like, what if he cheated on her while she was pregnant? What if that I think it was
1: definitely cheating on her while she was <laughs> but pregnant. But I'm
0: saying, but we didn't know. And I think that's the thing. I big... knew. Shanti. People knew. I'm not doing this with you today. Okay, I'm sorry. They are in love and happy- So I'm anyway, never- don't, Shanti, <laughs> don't, don't upset me today. I hate it when you do that. I <laughs> you, really do. You
1: legit uh, are upset. <laughs> she turned to red. She's legit.
0: <laughs> don't. <laughs> I'm like invested in my girl. <laughs> All right.
1: I didn't say he was still, che- he's still cheating on her. I didn't say that. He
0: was. Anyway. That's off topic, but. So anyway, I I thought I started thinking about that, thinking about infidelity, thinking about the implications of it, and then boom, manifested this video. Look at and you. so, I don't know you see me. Uh, so anyway, I think before we get the talking about this, I think that we need to talk about monogamy first. Um, because well, I don't know if we do because monogamy. In most cases, when we think of infidelity, we think about monogamy. But there's still infidelity in polyamory as well. Like, it's really about lying and deceit. Mm. Um, But Esther was talking about how originally monogamy was used... um, Marriage. Marriage, yes. Marriage uh, was used... It was necessary so that a man could know that the child was his, right? But also monogamy, because that's yeah. the implication of marriage. Um, and so that the man could know who the heirs of his fortune or his little hut was, right? And so now monogamy and marriage are used for love. And bless you, Joe, For love and not necessarily, you know, this social agreement. So that's I think where it starts to get a little wishy-washy because before she was saying that people looked to people looked for love in their affairs. And now people's marriages are supposed to be the love and the social structure and the stability. Mm. So it gets a little funky. So I'm curious to know within we're both we both practice monogamy, I think. So even though you be talking up polyamory shit, you ain't never gonna do it. So sure, what you know okay you're never gonna do. You, I you have no idea.
1: I'm a Sagittarius <laughs> with an Aquarius rising baby. It gets crazy.
0: Just kidding. What how do you define cheating?
1: Oh. Um.
0: Is it sexting? Is it porn? Is it is it sex? Is it oral sex? Is it anal sex? Is it oh. Vaginal? Yeah, is it kissing? Yeah. Is it texting?
1: Yeah, I think it's just creating a, a, a relationship of affection and desire that is that is shared between the two of you and is very explicitly known. And sneaking around, tr- doing it to, like, hiding. Hiding. Doing it secretly, you know. And even with, like, porn... I'm not really, I'm not really, um, shout out to Xavier, baby. Say no more, fam. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: You're like, Rashi, no. I love you, but yeah, Xavier lo- <laughs> makes love to me.
1: <laughs> no, I, if it becomes a, sorry, Jojo was now using the microphone Yeah, it's
0: awkward. You want me to go?
1: No, I'm child, she's she's gonna go Google that. What is simply exavier your
0: horn? Like, no. Could you imagine?
1: <laughs> That's terrible. Actually, um, I, if it becomes like a, a strange addiction, something that you have to mm. hide, if it's some things that you find to be perverse that you're not openly sharing with me, like child. You know, something around ch- children in that kind of world or like all of that stuff. So, you know, if, if it's something that you need to hide and it's something that is. Yeah. Yeah. So There's something levels is, to it,
0: I think it's interesting. So what if the person um, was having I agree with you, but I also am like. I take issue with things that feel like it again if if you don't f- if you wouldn't feel comfortable with me with me seeing it or reading it or or whatever just being aware of it then you probably shouldn't be doing it is how i feel but then there's also people who have sometimes people will have relationships with with people men women whatever and their relationships aren't hidden but they they can feel a little bit like that can make you a little uncomfortable. It's like, what are the boundaries here, even though it's not hidden. So, I was thinking about that because I get accused of that, <laughs> or was accused of you that. You were accused in relationships where I am super monogamous. I'm like, even when I date, like I'm only gonna date one person, like a dumbass. And but I I'm a Libra, and I tend to be flirtatious but not flirtatious in a sexual way in like a jokey jokey we're homies very familiar way and not everybody is comfortable with that so (laughs) i wish you could have seen what you just did get
1: your food and then go what exactly are you doing in this moment there's no reason for you to hang around i'm sorry
0: i'm sorry that poor baby she's just,
1: just like she knows that i'm recording at this moment she knows
0: OK, so I get accused I, or I was accused of that um, and it didn't make my partner comfortable. But I'm trying to I try to wrap my head around that like I was never cheating and I was never having any kind of sexual conversations with anyone. I was never like my eyes were all on him. Um, but he and he wasn't the only person that would express like you got a lot of male friends. Like, you got a lot of homies you real cool with and a little too cool. So I kind of grappled with that because I would think to myself, like you can't be everything to me. And mm-hmm. it's interesting because like you can't, and I can't be, even though I would say that, but I would still want to be everything to them. <laughs>
1: but, <laughs> like, what do you mean? But I'm everything to you. I, w-
0: <laughs> If you want to watch the game, we can watch the game. I like football. What's up? But, um, I, Esther had a really interesting excerpt that I want to play um, because it takes us into, I think, the psyche of especially women, I think, when they experience um, infidelity. So hold on.
1: We have a romantic ideal in which we turn to one person to fulfill an endless list of needs, to be my greatest lover my best friend, the best parent, my trusted confidant, my emotional companion, my intellectual equal. And I am it. I'm chosen. I'm unique. I'm indispensable. I'm irreplaceable. I'm the one. And infidelity tells me I'm not. It is the ultimate betrayal.
0: Infidelity shatters the grand ambition of love. So that to me kind of hits the nail on the head as to why infidelity hurts so much. Um, And, and she even goes into talking about like men are oftentimes viewed upon, like it's viewed that they cheat because they're bored or they have a fear of intimacy. Whereas a woman cheats because she's lonely, she's hungry for intimacy. And so I don't know that, she, said, she also said, like, we seek the gaze of, an, uh, or when we seek the gaze of another, it isn't always our partner that we're turning away from, but the person that we are, our, our, that ourselves, we, ha- shit, let me try that again. We, when we seek the gaze of another, it isn't always our partner that we are turning away from, but the person that we ourselves have become. It isn't so much that we are looking for an, looking for another person as much as we are looking for another self.
1: Yeah, she yeah. used as an example. Oh, shit, I uh, didn't take... I didn't put my headphones back in. Go ahead. She's used, She used that. An example of that was um, a girl who... A woman who'd always done the right things, was the good girl, got a job, got a kid, got a husband, took care of her parents, came from an immigrant family... Had very high expectations that she met, and then she ended up having an affair with the <laughs> the the tree arborist who had tattoos yeah. in a truck, and like she was able to kind of step out of the goody two shoes structured box that she's living her life to like while out in, and,
0: and she said she felt, felt alive. Right? Would you say? She said she felt alive.
1: Yeah.
0: So it's interesting was to so me that heavy. it yeah. was, and she was like, you know the desire is usually the catalyst for cheating. And like the fact that like a lot of times when you are cheating with someone, you're, you're they're not available to you, which makes the desire even more strong. Mm-hmm. And it makes you feel something. It's exciting. And so I, that really stuck to me too. It's like, wow, it could be that you, people can definitely cheat because they're unhappy in a relationship. But we're taught that that's like the main reason. And so whenever I be honest, I have been cheated on in every relationship that I've been in. Every person has not has cheated on me. And I've always looked at it not every and single I've...
1: relationship. That's not true. Who did not cheat on me? The person that you were with most recently who
0: in a relation I was in a relationship with somebody recently oh
1: shit well never mind <laughs> I don't know what y'all. <laughs> who was, was I doing. in relationship? never mind I don't know never mind on to the next one. oh no we
0: weren't in a relationship <laughs> oh at you weren't
1: all. no oh. my last relationship
0: was five years ago okay never mind like official man. like I'm your girl you're my yeah no okay mm-hmm but I'm saying that, like, official relationship, we're rocking. They've all cheated on me. And I've always looked at that. <laughs> Look at what you just did. you messy. I always looked at that as a, it felt like a reflection of me, like, damn, it's something that I'm not doing. I'm not fulfilling all of these roles in this person's life, when in actuality, it probably had a whole lot more to do with them. And and we say that to our girlfriends to, like, console them, and we hear it, but not until now, until i watched this piece, did it really make sense to me. I was like, oh, this might not have had a whole lot to do with me. It could have been that I that I been. I, I don't know. I was trying to be so many things and that shit got annoying too. Instead of just being myself. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. Have you ever been cheated on? I don't think you
1: have. Not in my adult relationships. When I was Oh, young. that
0: white vagina's <laughs> holding it down. <laughs> they was like, oh.
1: <laughs> I can swim in here. <laughs> It's a shame. I, got, I might have a wide vagina. Shit. <laughs> well,
0: it's it's
1: working. It's working um, though. It's wide, but it's working. No, that's though. That's, no, that's, the that's the exact terrible. opposite of
0: what we're trying to say. Have you ever cheated on someone? Emotionally. Yes. Really?
1: Yes. And why? Um, I think it was very much around what your um. What you said, the other person kind of provided a sense of freedom and acceptance and <gasps> love that, or what I thought to be love that I wasn't experiencing in the relationship, and it was just really complicated. And it wasn't, it wasn't like a full blown. I've never had an affair. Yeah, anything. who are you talking about? Is it who I think you're talking we're about? We're not gonna. We're definitely not. Can gonna you do text this. me? Not text right now. Me. I will. We're definitely not gonna do this right now. That's why I want to talk about this shit. But it was. Um, it it was never. It was never like a an affair or physical thing. It wasn't mm. like a cheating in that way. But it was definitely along the lines of talking to, being in contact with, and. It was emotional. Emotional about my desire for that person and wanting to be in that person's life. Um, and it was really... It was really... Um, yeah, it was, it, w- it was all of those, all of those reasons. Hmm. All of those reasons. But no, I've never been like... And I feel like there's a difference... From because we have people in our life whose partners, I'll just say a lot of the men have never been faithful and had multiple, like six, seven, eight, nine, ten, you know, they're just dogging their partners Mm -hmm. and have never been Mm -hmm. faithful. And then there's these other circumstances where you have a relationship where it's two years, five years, 15 years, and then you have an affair. I think the complexity and the dynamics of that and the the reasons for that are are never just physical versus this other situation is just like this misplaced. um, I mean, all of it's like misplaced desire, but I think it's fueled... And the reasoning and the explanation behind it is a little bit more different than these, you know, monogamous relationships um, versus that just it happens once, you know. Yeah, I think
0: that's a big difference. I think having like a serial cheater who just kind of disregards you. Yeah, that's just
1: like a, that's like
0: girl. Yeah, girl. Um, Versus someone who has made a mistake.
1: Or, yeah. Yeah.
0: Or also someone who, you know, there's also the possibility of someone who's just kind of fallen in love with someone else too. Like there's so, it's so complex. Um, But I think that in this day and age specifically, like I think back to, I think it hurts in this day and age really terribly. And she talks about this because she said, you know, with social media, it's really never been easier to cheat and it's never been easier to get caught. And um, she says, like, in this day and age with social media, finding out that your person, your significant other, your love has cheated on you feels like a thousand cuts. Like, it's death by a thousand cuts. Because back in the day, it's like, oh, there might have been some lipstick on the collar. There might have been, you know, some lingering perfume, a receipt that didn't feel right. But, like, now... You can go, like the last person that cheat on me, I found out on social media, on Instagram. And it was like seeing the visual of this woman in this man's bed who I love, who whose bed I was sleeping, and then going to her page and seeing what she looked like, what she was about, seeing his interaction with her on her page. Mm. It just, it'll tear you the fuck apart. And you're just like, what? And so she brings up this, um, this patient of hers where she, you know, her husband was going off to on a business trip and she had, uh, his, their family iPad. And so the texts were coming up on the iPad and she realized like, oh shit, these texts aren't for me. And so now with technology, you go digging and the more you dig, like the deeper it hurts. And the harder it is to dig the relationship out of that. And and she ended up finding it out that it was like a two year affair with another woman. So
1: I don't know. It, so I think, I, I go, go ahead. ahead. I, think, go I ahead. think, I think, I think just to kind of draw the picture again, you know, in the first place we have these high expectations of mm-hmm. what, your partner should be to you and who you should be to your partner, right? And then it's within this structure that is tight and sealed. You're the one. This is it. We love each other. We're going to be married forever. You're the only person that I'm sleeping with now until forever. For the
0: rest of our life. Tunnel
1: vision. So then we have this other expectation on top of us. And then... You have to feed me intellectually. Yeah, and you have to be yeah. the best parent. You the have best to be the best lover. It has to stay lover. hot and steamy. It yep. has to stay passionate. The de- desire has to be there. And then reality crashes in, where that's just that's just not the case. They it just, can't be. It all just those can't things. happen. It's not going to happen that way. And people having then the option to. find a place to put this desire, put this misplaced self-esteem or put these misplaced um, or unworked through. A lot of it, and I wish she had talked about it more. I wish I could, I have to watch it again so I could understand it more. It's kind of like, it almost feels unavoidable. <laughs> no, well, she it does almost say. almost feels like, like you're going to, like
0: experience this at some point
1: well she doesn't
0: say that she does say you know marriage has evolved and affairs have been forever and like they're not going anywhere and cheating isn't going anywhere like it's happening so yeah I don't I don't know that's why I got to this point of like rethinking infidelity and the shame, like now it's like staying is the new shame. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. You're right, right. That's another thing that we oh. now have on us is like mm-hmm. you can when leave. Before it was like you were supposed to stay by your man. Yeah. Now it's like you ain't leaving him, girl. The options Da-da-da. are limitless. What are you thinking?
0: Right. Yeah. And like giving someone another chance is the new shame. So it's like I guess my question is Nothing what are the – stipulate yeah right what are the stipulations around and this is not to say like to give people a pass for straying but if you were in that situation what would the stipulations be to stay, or to feel like this is workable because she says that with her patients, she says listen the first your first marriage your first part of your marriage is over it's up to you too whether you want to build a second part. Like, that's done. Like Yeah, she
1: says you're going to experience two to three loves, two to three marriages in your life. Within, within,
0: sometimes within within the one marriage. Yeah, that's so, I was like, it's two to three marriages that you're rebuilding. Like, okay, well, let's start, let's start over. Yeah. And so, what are the, I mean, she kind of lists them and I, I agree with them, but I'm curious, like, She's, well, she says that...
1: I, I'm not really ahead. interested in the stipulations as much as I'm interested in the, in my partner being clear and honest about what they were experiencing. That's, that's what I
0: mean by the stipulations. What, okay. do, what would you need from your partner? Yeah,
1: I think I would just... I love, I love that she said that for those that do cheat... And what often happens, and I experience from myself, is that once you're a cheater, you're just like the bad dog with the, dog, the tail in between your legs, and like, you're just waiting for the crumb, and you're just like, you know, try not to bring it up and trying to make everything nice, and like, actually, your job is to bring it up whenever bring you, it up. whenever it comes to your mind, whenever that elephant is in the room, throw that motherfucker some peanuts. It's circus time, because it gives the person that's been cheated on, like. A release to let it out, and like well, f- to first talk she said it. that yeah. person
0: has to ha- take ownership. Yeah, and I think that that was something that has been your partner s- when
1: that happened didn't take ownership even it, even though you guys decided not to stay together. That person didn't be like yeah you know I fucked up that was fucked up. Um
0: uh, no never said it was it uh, was
1: I'm so happy it, I feel the way that I do about that person. <laughs> it <laughs>
0: was I mean he said like. It took a while. At first it was lies upon more lies and trying to make sense of it, which was like, nah, dog, I saw what I saw. Like, she's in your bed naked. What do you mean? No, she's a model. She had to use my apartment. Like, nah. that don't even make sense. What are you talking about? That doesn't even, she right. It was just about. like, he lied a couple times about it. And finally I was like, you just need to be honest. And finally he was like, okay, I did. What do you want from me? That was his first response of like, I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel like I hurt you. And he, and he ended up admitting that. Like, I apologize for the way I responded. I didn't want to feel that. I didn't want to, like, I already know that I hurt you really badly. Uh, but never was he like, he said, I already know that I hurt you. But never was he like, I cheated on, like, I take ownership of hurting you. I know that this hurts. But I, like, he never just said, like, I'm sorry for what I did. It was always, he never even says that he cheated. He calls it his mistake. He can't he can't put it to words. And I think that was something that I never got. That always, it was like, we could never try no. again. No. We could never try again because you can't own it. And it's funny because when I do see this person, I bring it up as like an opportunity to be like, and it, it might be unjust, it might be jokingly, you know, but it's like, oh, well, you know. It, it, he just never could own it, so I think that's so big, um, and, and I think that that's big in any time you're the perpetrator in anything, whether it's cheating or not. Ownership is so important. People need to feel that that you're able to speak those words and acknowledge what what you've done.
1: And the same pain that the person who was betrayed felt feels over and over when they're reminded by songs, moments blah, 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 blah. You as a perpetrator have to endure and feel that same pain of mm-hmm. being accountable and responsible and sticking in it, feeling it together. And most people don't want to feel that. No, they want to say, look, I said, I'm sorry. What you want me to do to make it right. better? Like it's exactly. done. That and was, it's like, Nigga, it. no, this is 15 more years of this shit.
0: <laughs> or it's like, no, I'm still healing from this. And it doesn't have to be that you're trying to make the person feel bad, but like, but it you're shouldn't be that. be in
1: this with me.
0: Right. We're in this together. In this the spiritual together. shit really worked.
1: This, every I'm song serious. Beyonce had to sing that song.
0: She went, They went on a whole fucking tour, and he went on a whole tour and listened to her talk about her pain and she relive made it. it
1: super public. Like, that's crazy. And
0: that's probably something she needed. And she probably, I'm sure they had conversations around that. Like, I need to do this. I need to do this project.
1: He's like, all right, I'm going to do 4040. A soul crack. Cheated on my 40, 40, 40,
0: 4, <laughs> 4, four, four. Um, And then she also said that the, the, the deceived person must do things that to bring back their self worth. Yeah. And, and that is so important where she was like, you have to dive into the things that you loved and what made you, you outside you're of that relationship. Because part, the more that you're all about that person, the more hurt you are because your identity was wrapped up in this idea of what this person was and who this person was and who you were to that person, and the infidelity broke that. And now you're like, I don't know who I am. I don't know who you are. I don't know who we are. When it's like, you're the same person. It's just that this is this has got to be, this is a problem. Like, this has to be fixed. But you get completely lost. And then she also said, um, which I really loved – is that you have to curb the curiosity for the details that will only inflict more pain. Which is so hard to do because I am a CIA agent and I can find shit at the drop of a dime, and I want to find it. I'll be like, "You was with her on this day, the day before you took me here. You was wearing this. Yeah, see, I don't she care was. A, about I'm that person. I'm that person. I and care. I think part of it is the, the the insecurities that exist within me, where I have to go looking and compare.
1: No, what I would be interested in is in her and what they like. Well, that's what she says yeah. she
0: says instead ask questions about what did the affair mean to you yeah what was it like when you came home to
1: her me? relationship How- with her mother do you know
0: but but also she said and this is really important what what were what were you able to experience within that affair that you weren't experiencing yeah. here yeah and to get an understanding of the why yeah. instead of the what yeah. So I just was like, this. That it was still helpful for me to this day, and I don't know. I, 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 I don't want to be in any more relationships where I get cheated on, but I just don't think that that's.
1: No, you ain't going to speak that into existence. Antone. No, I'm saying, not, but like, I just I, don't. I really, the possibility really is there. I really, really, I think more than the cheating that i feel is inevitable is us having to go through the painful realization that this partner can't be everything to me and that there are other people and other activities and other experiences that this person has to experience beyond and excluding me that's the first thing that we have to do ah. That's some bullshit. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about?
0: <laughs> I am your world. No,
1: that's the first thing that we have to also understand. And I think more importantly is, is make sure that we're not looking to our partner for that because yes. they're going to fail. Like it's just, that's the first setup that we have to realize like, Oh shit, we done got bamboozled. And I feel like that's years of reckoning with that in itself. And mm-hmm. then on top of that, dealing with what those and who those other people and desires and experiences are. You know, like you really love your work. Like your work is more important than me. Like you're fucking. That's not what that means, though. But that's you're not what crazy. it means. It's not what it means. Or it's like your, you know, your boys, your relationship with this, your best friend that you've had for 15 years, this woman, that means more than me. Or you. You know what I mean? Like, you really want to go, I don't know, travel without me? That's possible? And <laughs> and reckon with yeah. that. And I feel like that is, I think, that not talking about and working through those things creates the craving for it. The yeah. more that it's taboo, the more the person's like, I'm trying to fuck this white woman now. (laughs) (laughs) No, you know what? I I think for me
0: personally now, I, I think that that, that it's been so long since I've been in a relationship that I, I feel like I can get annoyed really quickly with someone who I feel like needs shit from me and needs attention when I don't want to give it to them, which is what I was reckoning with in my updates where I'm like, I either like really fuck with you or I just really don't want to be bothered by you. And it could be the same person on a different day. Like, I, I'm, this is where I'm at in my life. But I, like you, have a hard time being like, why am I not everything to you? Don't I give you everything you need? It's all right here. It's like, that is insane. It's insane. I know that you like football. I know that you like the NBA. But I don't want to fucking watch the last dance with you. I want to watch it with somebody else. And that would really hurt me
1: deeply. And that's what you got to is- deal with. And, and and not go look for somebody else to watch, or and maybe you do, but like I guess it's well, just, yeah, why not? This is constant. Well, I'm saying like in a cheating way. Oh, like I if see, he doesn't want to go watch the game with you, then you're gonna find somebody that wants to watch the game with no, you. No, 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 no. So I guess, and I'm trying to figure out. Maybe I have to watch more of her stuff. Like how, how you to, have to get into Esther. How to like get it? How what do you do with? with the meat and potatoes how do you season it what how do you what's the recipe to keep that shit going because it's inevitably a social construct that is meant to burn like capitalism
0: oh my god <laughs> i think that you we have to redefine marriage and what i don't know if i want to get like. married
1: i don't know girl the only reason i want to get married is put a baby's breath in my hair <laughs> I want babies breath in my hair and to, like we said yesterday, have my partner's name chain. That's it.
0: <laughs> Shanti, that's such bullshit. It's such bullshit. The way you are, girl. I the way I am, that's why with,
1: I'm not ready for marriage. I, I won't will even call will you out on this episode. I will be, be upset. Like, <gasps> I, I will be like, this him. nigga does not love me because <laughs> we haven't been together. For 17 hours straight. (laughs) What is this? Numbers in your pocket?
0: (laughs) Anyway, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but I highly recommend that folks rethink infidelity, define it for yourselves. I think that you should check out Esther Perel. And I think that if you're going through something like this right now, especially in quarantine, ask those questions. and And if you are the person that is cheating, I think ask those questions. What was it that I was feeling? Why you know they're so important? Because it's the the cheating usually, unless you're Eric Benet and you're just addicted to sex or some shit. But the yeah. cheating is, Addictive you know, of something. As, as, of something completely different. That often has and to ma- do
1: with the person
0: themselves. It's like I need something
1: else. Wherever you go, there you is. <laughs> and Whoever that... you with, there your ass is. <laughs>
0: So don't get married. You're gonna get cheated on. Shit is fucked up. And this has been learn around the way curls. No.
1: Informational, <laughs> inspirational, educational.
0: Just get money, <laughs> fuck bitches, but what's, put, live cue, your life. Cue
1: out Tracy Ellis's song on this one. This.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not playing that shit. Anyway. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what the answer is. I think this is something... I would love to have this conversation with a man, with a couple of men.
1: I would like oh. to have this conversation with married people that have been... That have had their second marriage, whether it be through infidelity or just like... I don't know like nobody. Like, the fuck is this girl, this woman that I married? She's not the same person I married, but continuing to choose each other instead. Do you
0: know anybody? Everybody I know, they just be, they be like, I gotta go. You cheated on me, I'm out.
1: I don't know people that have, I mean, of course, I probably know people that have had infidelity in their marriage, but I, I def, there's probably definitely people that have had more than one marriage within the one marriage. That's real. I was like, what?
0: In, f- or in the relationship. I really, I also, you know what else?
1: I would love I'm for try- people to call in. I'm sorry. Call in if you have, um, if you'd like to be on the show and talk about it, actually. Like I would be a love guest. that.
0: Love that. Um, what's the number?
1: One hundred hustler
0: Call in at 215-948-2780. I also am setting up, I didn't tell you this. <laughs> I probably should have. I'm setting up a group of men. I don't, I think I only want two. I think it's going to get a little reckless with three. But I'm setting up a group of men to talk about consent.
1: What, on the blog? What blog? I mean, on a, <laughs> on a podcast. All right. This
0: episode's too long. I lost you. <laughs> You're going. You already sat back. you looking at your nails. We got to go. On
1: a podcast? Yeah.
0: I think that would be it great. It depends on I the want... men.
1: If it's these niggas that you keep trying to bring back on.
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. It's the one that was on the... Um. No, no, no. Well, it, one, it was his idea. I don't know how great he would be, but it was his idea to have men talk about it. But not all of them. Him and then the guy that was on the panel this weekend. He said, "Dope, that would be a great topic."
1: So the guy, the the one of the dudes we just mentioned, and then him. <laughs> or doesn't? I'm
0: just saying it was his idea. It doesn't have to be him. I know that you don't like. You got like an adverse. You're just like no, <laughs> fuck with them. That's because yeah, he had little hands. Shanti being no, that's not
1: true. <laughs> that's not true. But Shanti also said. look at the hands, ladies. Look at the hands. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but i think that would be dope anyway you're That'd be great. or unless unless you want to bring
1: Ra Ra one i would also like to talk what about consent yeah he would be like don't be do like, anything we- ever
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if she doesn't just jump your bones and don't move don't do anything he's so sweet be like no Mm -mm. Don't make any moves. Don't even kiss the bitch. (laughs) Don't even. No. He asked. That was so sweet. He asked. I think it's so
1: sweet. I was like.
0: He said, can I kiss you?
1: And I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Can you? Should we? What does? I'm scared.
0: Why do you keep touching your hair?
1: Nervous. Huh. All right, well,
0: that's it. Well, that's
1: it. I think it How be... was that episode? What?
0: Was that episode good?
1: <laughs> Child, we will see. You wouldn't trigger a whole bunch of people.
0: I hope not. I hope that it's helpful. I'm getting cheated on too, y'all. I'm single still getting cheated on. I know it.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Motherfuckers I ain't even with right now. He cheat he with somebody else right now. He quarantined with Damn. somebody else. Love of my life. Quarantine. <laughs> Oh, the love of your life is quarantine right now. What? The love Uh, of your life is awake or asleep, doing something right now. Child. Not me. With a white woman.
0: Probably, or a man.
1: (laughs) Or with a white man. Oh, the double whammy. Double whammy. Could you imagine?
0: I might prefer a white man to a white woman in all honesty. Oh like,
1: my god.
0: <laughs> I might I like just not, not Karen. Be... All right. That's it. This is the episode. Do you have any last words? Do you want to I think that you should give us something to think I about. I
1: did. I said it. Wherever we are, whoever we're with, there you the fuck is. Marriage won't save you. Add that motherfucker to the <laughs> list. <laughs> Marriage won't save you. Having an affair won't save you. Damn. Tracy Ellis Ross, you thought she was, her ass was going to say She ain't going to save us.
0: No, loving yourself will not save you. <laughs> not no. that song.
1: Songs about loving yourself do not slaps. For all the future <laughs> artists out there, if you got a song about loving yourself, throw it Chocolate. in the trash. <laughs> Put a fucking curse word in it or something. <laughs> it ain't gonna work
0: what Lauren say she said even after all my logic and my theory I had, I had a, a motherfucker, motherfucker so you ain't ignorant
1: the niggas hear me if child. it ain't alright child stay
0: on the line so we can talk please turn I'm off so sorry
1: lo- I love myself I'm like Tracy you're supposed <laughs> to be cooler than that first of all and you're 50 I know you're 50 even India I re- ain't singing no songs no more <laughs> <laughs> ndire still stuck on a magic man listen this is cracking me up though what ndire cycles are (laughs) i found a man i love him he's magic i broke up with it's not gonna work i'm healing myself i love myself till i found a man he's magic
0: That's everybody's cycle, bitch. Bro-
1: But India has a real, like, it's a real theme. Because she got like 17 magic songs Let me tell you about something. these magical you. black men.
0: Listen, I told you, I dated her, that first one, because he is the truth, said he is so real. I dated his brother. I know the wrath. I know what she had to deal with to get herself up out of that. They are not well. That whole family we is fucking. Having up. a lot
1: of um, mutual men with famous R and B singers.
0: <laughs> no, I didn't date him. I dated his brother. First of all, Still. we never disclosed any other R and B singer. Shout out to Joe Skype. <laughs> Heaven. <laughs> my sister texted me and was like, "Did you just
1: call her a beautiful building? She gonna fuck you up." She is. I didn't.
0: You know what I meant? I didn't mean building. You I want to clarify it this like
1: three times. Sis. I met because oh, my yes, vocabulary so many times too.
0: <laughs> my vocabulary is limited. <laughs> I met statue, like a beautiful stat. Like she's statuesque, but it, my dumb ass dumbass couldn't ass. find statue. It was like building. I didn't mean building. What That's not what I meant. She's a beautiful woman. SAT. She just fake. So. And I'm glad that. Shout out to everybody who agrees with she shit going
1: to get real with you though if I ever see you in the motherfucking streets, you hear me? That's what she going to say.
0: <laughs> For you to I'm be I'm like my run into that <laughs> run. Let's go.
1: <laughs> you ain't you do
0: not have my back. Fuck you, yo. Whatever. We I do. All, you. I
1: just know you that Jilly from Philly
0: I already said I'm pretty sure I could outrun that bitch <laughs> any day. <laughs> any day. She's, Jill is not catching me.
1: She said, I'm
0: like, girl, Bye. I gotta go. I will be out every time I see her. <laughs> <laughs> she not catching me. <laughs>
1: All right, Tina, we gotta go. She came. We gotta go. We gotta go. go. Come on, go, go. come go, on. Let's go. We out. Get a, a drink. drink. We gotta go, we gotta go, 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 go. Come
0: on. <laughs> I'm gonna throw it at her. I take the bottle. <laughs> Get some Mason. Her shit. and shit. You just got Mason. <laughs>
1: You have just heard an Around the Curls John. Follow them on Twitter at ATW Curls and Instagram at Around the We out early! <laughs> Very good.